We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're on the subject of authority and we're down to the chapter on keys of the kingdom. And you see, when you come right down to it, really, Satan can do very little in this earth unless he can get you to agree to it or unless he can get someone to cooperate with him. That's why that Satan, the devil, and demons try to inhabit the body of an individual. They want to possess an individual because they can do very little unless they can get in somebody. Now, see, we talked about the authority of the body. We talked about the authority of Jesus and how that his physical body gave him authority on this earth. It was the fact that he was born of a woman. He had a flesh, blood, and bone body just like our body. That gave him authority here. But you see, Jesus never healed the sick, cast out demons, or raised the dead, or did any miracles until God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. Now, see, he had the authority to do it all those years. For 30 years, he had the authority to destroy the works of the devil, but he didn't have the ability to do it. But when he stood up in the synagogue there in his own hometown and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. Then he's telling you why and how he's going to destroy the works of the devil. The anointing of God came on him. The ability of God. And then he was able to destroy the works of the devil and to bind the things on this earth that was bound out of heaven. Now see, that same Holy Ghost anointing has come upon us today. If you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost spoken with other tongues, then it is the same Holy Ghost. You have authority to break the power of satanic oppression in this earth. Now, you're not going to stop it over the whole world. It's just you yourself. But a cooperate effort of the body of Christ could change this world. You can change your world that's immediately around you because of the fact that Jesus said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Now, let's go just a little further for this. Let's go back to Matthew, the sixth chapter. I think to understand this, we're going to have to take a look at how Jesus told his disciples to pray. Now, let's begin here with verse 9, Matthew 6. After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now listen to how Jesus told his disciples or taught them to pray. Pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now that's one of the most astounding scriptures in the whole Bible. But yet so many people just read over it and say, well, yeah, I know that's in there. And they miss the whole point of what Jesus is saying. If there was not but one scripture in the whole Bible, if this was it, if I could just pick one scripture in the whole Bible, I believe this is the scripture that I would pick. You could draw faith from it for healing, for deliverance, for prosperity, for direction, for guidance, because Jesus said, pray that the kingdom will come. Now, see, that's not a prayer for us to pray today. This is an Old Testament prayer. You'll notice the name of Jesus is not in that prayer. New Testament prayer is prayed in the name of Jesus. So this is not a prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. 
This is a prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Now, there are several reasons for that. We wouldn't pray this prayer today, the part of it where it says, Thy kingdom come, because the kingdom of God has already come. It came on the day of Pentecost. It came when men were born again. You see, he's telling them, you pray that the kingdom will come to the earth, because when it does come to the earth, it will be possible for the will of God to be done in earth the same as it is in heaven. Now, that's an astounding statement. That through kingdom principles, through the kingdom of God, it is possible for God's will to be done, be manifest in this earth, the same as it is in heaven. Now, that is the will of God. It has to be the will of God. For if it's not the will of God, then Jesus is teaching his disciples to pray out of the will of God. Well, you know Jesus didn't do that. He didn't teach his disciples to pray out of the will of God. It is the will of God that it be on earth today the same as it is in heaven. In fact, let's just go a little further with that. It has always been the will of God that it be on earth as it is in heaven. I'm convinced from what I read in the scriptures, studying the whole Bible, that it was God's plan and God's purpose that this planet earth be a duplication of heaven itself. That was the will of God. You see, because God produces after his kind. That's the law of Genesis. Everything produces after its kind. And God produces after his kind. So if God created the earth, he certainly expected it to be a duplication of heaven itself. That was the intention. But because sin entered in, then it didn't turn out that way yet. <laughs> you notice yet. But it's going to turn out that way. That is the will of God. That is the purpose of God. Now, let me point out to you something here that I think would be beneficial to you. The fact that he's referring to the kingdom of God is not the kingdom that will be set up in the New Jerusalem. He's not referring to a literal, physical kingdom. Now, it is, but we'd have to say it this way, it is the same kingdom, but it's a different manifestation of that kingdom. Now, as you go through the scriptures, and we'll not take time to turn to all of them, but I believe it's Mark, the ninth chapter, and verse 1, where Jesus said, There's some of you standing here that will not taste death till you see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Or see the kingdom of God coming with power. There's two or three ways it's said in different gospels. Now, he said, Some of you standing here won't die. You won't taste death till you see the kingdom of God come. Well, now, you realize then that Jesus is not talking about those people going to be still physically alive and never have died when God's kingdom set up in the New Jerusalem. No, he's referring to the kingdom that came on the day of Pentecost or came when men were first born again. There's some controversy about when men were first born again. Personally, I believe that it was on the day of Pentecost. Some say that it's when Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Ghost. Whatever. But whenever it came, whenever men were born again, that's when the kingdom of God was set up on the earth inside believers. Now, if you go with me to Luke, the 17th chapter, as we follow this thinking about the kingdom, notice verse 20 and 21. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, 
The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo, here or lo, there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Now, that kingdom was within. It was not a kingdom that is going to come with outward physical kingdom. It was a kingdom of God that would be set up inside each believer, each individual. Now, this kingdom that he's talking about here is no less powerful. It is no less capable of meeting every human need than the kingdom that will be set up in the New Jerusalem. Now, I want to let that hang there for just a little bit. See, sometimes we want God to manifest himself in great ways in the earth, you know, and do great things. The kingdom is our provision. That's why Jesus said in Matthew, the sixth chapter, he says, don't seek the things, don't seek after things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things shall be added to you. Now, why would Jesus say something like that? Because it was God's will, God's purpose, that we have the abundance of things. It was not God's will that things have us, but that we have the things necessary for life, necessary for clothing, food, shelter, and all of these things. He said, your heavenly Father knoweth you have need of all these things. But he said, don't seek the thing. Now, the very thing that Jesus said don't do, most people are doing. <laughs> and most of you are doing it right now. I mean, most people are doing the very thing that Jesus said don't do. Now, when I saw this several years ago, it literally changed the direction of my life. Jesus said, don't seek the thing. Don't seek the money. Don't seek the cars. Don't seek the clothing. Don't seek those things directly. But seek the kingdom that will produce all of those things. Now, I've used this illustration. I may have said it in some of the other sessions. You know, if a fellow was going to go down and buy some lumber and build him a house, he'd go down there and tell the fellow, I want all this lumber, you know, give him an order for it. And the guy would say, well, I'm going to do one better than that. I'm going to give you a sawmill. <laughs> well, you get all the lumber, you know. Not only get enough to build a house, every provision is made. You can build a barn, you can build everything. The provision that God has made is available to us today through the kingdom of God. Now, if you'll follow the teachings of Jesus and the things that he did, the Bible says he went about preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Inside every individual is the kingdom that is no less capable, no less powerful, of supplying every human need than the kingdom that will be set up in the new Jerusalem. The 21st chapter of Revelation, John said, I saw the holy city of the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now notice what is happening. God is going to move his throne from heaven to earth. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now we have a CD offer this week. It's number 7303. It's entitled, Keys of the Kingdom. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. Keys of the Kingdom, not just keys to the Kingdom. You see, if you had the keys to a hotel, you might get in the front door. But you might not be able to get in any room in that hotel. But if you have the keys of the hotel, 
You can get into any room in the hotel. You can get in the kitchen. You can get in the dining room. And this is what I want to point out, and we talk about in this series, the fact that there are keys in the Word of God that opens up the kingdom of God to where you can operate in it here in this life. You don't have to put these things off till the afterlife. When you understand the keys of the kingdom, one of the keys is faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. God is never pleased if His children do not partake of the things that He's made available to us. And all the promises of God in the Word of God belong to us. Second Peter chapter 1 tells us He has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Notice it didn't say you would be. It said you might be. In other words, if you hear it, you believe it, you act upon it in faith and confess that word till faith is abundant in your heart, then out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh, and you call those things that are not as though they were. In other words, you call for abundance when there's lack. You call for the blessings of God when it looks like nothing is coming your way. This series will give you insight how to operate in the principles and keys of the kingdom. Offer number 7303 for a total of $27. Toll free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.